0: The views and opinions expressed by the following program Are those of the hosts, guests, and callers And are not necessarily those of this station Or Webster Rocky Ministries It's management or other hosts or underwriting sponsors Programs presented by KWRHLP Are for educational and entertainment purposes only
1: Welcome back to In Tune This is Arnold Stricker with Ellie Wharton We are streaming live on Facebook Hello Facebook friends And in studio we have Amy and Amrit Gill Back in studio It's good to see you guys again Welcome back to Intune and they are from Restoration St. Louis and have invested hundreds of millions of dollars in revitalizing and really keeping some St. Louis neighborhoods and some buildings intact. They have a real love for architecture and an appreciation for that and I you know some of the things that you guys are doing down in the Grove unbelievable and the things that you're doing in not only St. Louis but other communities of preserving buildings that have some history value to them, some, some historical value, some some very interesting architectural features, very prominent buildings. Uh, and, and recently, you opened up and we did an interview on Hotel St. Louis, went down and did a, a walkthrough down there with you, and that was, that's a great place to be. But recently, you purchased the chemical building right next door at 721 Olive, and you're gonna start a renovation down there. And I don't know where to start. Tell, tell us about, I, I'm sure that place is—I don't want to call it a dump inside—but if it's it's well over 100 years old, and probably needs a lot of TLC.
0: Yes, and somebody went in there and uh, gutted it. Oh. So there's some interesting stuff left, like some beautiful mosaics in the front lobby and the entry on olive, et cetera. Um, and some beautiful marble uh, hallways, cool. you know, wainscoting and things like that left. Um, but we unfortunately um, don't have an intact building to start with that we can kind of figure out you know, what the architect was thinking in terms of interior finishes, etc. cetera. Um, but it's a gorgeous building.
1: So how are you gonna? How are you gonna attack that? How are you gonna approach figuring out what you need to do? Because, like you said, Amrit, sometimes you can kind of see what the architect once wanted to do. And in this particular case, this building is a uh, Henry Ives Cobb, 1896 building, originally designed by him. He's a Boston native, and my understanding is there was a little competition between uh, him and. Uh, the, Lewis
0: Sullivan,
1: yeah. Right, uh, Louis Sullivan and Sullivan had two designs to be right next door to the Union Trust, the and union trust building and he lost that to this particular uh, architect and it was kind of poo-pooed at first but it was really has kind of come into its own. Uh as as a very prominent architectural building.
2: It's funny because uh Lewis Sullivan designed two buildings to go next door that were subordinate to our seven oh five Trust building and the people that were paying for the new building said well wait a minute (laughs) like that's not right (laughs) so they picked henry ives cobb to design this building that was supposed to dwarf our building it's it's a foot taller right um or or a story taller and um and then they built it, and everybody said, "Oh, that is not a nice building." And the Union Trust Building is the historic, the significant building, ba- way back then. And now, of course, they're both considered, you know, icons of architecture. So it's
0: pretty funny. Here's an interesting little tidbit, though, that I don't know that you you figured out in your research. But the Chemical National Bank is the one that built this building. Okay. Originally, and it was only along Olive. It wasn't that little leg that's on. Uh, 8th Street. They never moved in. Seriously? It was being built as the headquarters. They got bought before the building was finished. And the new bank already had a headquarters, and they didn't move in. So they never actually occupied. So the chemical building was never actually occupied by the Chemical National Bank.
1: That's very interesting, Uh, because that building had been used for... My understanding here, and in my research, was uh, there was some research that was done there. Medicine, making medicine, doing experiments by scientists, you know, helping uh, health situations, and it has survived the wrecking ball because I'm sure people wanted to knock it down at at some point of time.
2: Well, there was another, there was an actual Lewis Sullivan Hotel where the old post office is that got knocked down so they would build the post office, believe it or not. So there are lots of buildings that have been knocked down over the years in downtown St. Louis for other purposes, but um, but this building has survived, and it is a beautiful building. I mean, the exterior of the building is uh, stunning, stunning with the bay yes. windows and the cast iron. The red terracotta is just
1: yes. Uh, so it's gorgeous, and the, what the first two
0: stories are cast iron. Yes. Correct. that's crazy to me. That's just actually the the bay windows that go up all the way mm-hmm. are supported on the second floor with a cast iron structure. Okay,
1: so. and it's and and the there's bay windows every every so often. Like I think one it, person described it as waves.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah, it undulates across the face. Right. That. It's very right. it's very cool, and
1: it's very unique.
2: And yes. and uh, it, it will be fun. I mean, we're gonna. Um, Obviously, we're going to put hotel rooms in it and we're going to put apartments in it. Um, we intend to have another rooftop bar. Um, and then uh, we I've already had a meeting this morning with somebody who wants to put a restaurant in there. So we already have interest from local people to do some really fun things in the building. And I think that's what ties it all together right. is this kind of local participation in you know in our buildings and and making it not just a, some extension of hotel st louis but also like a local thing that people will really want to go to
1: and it has a ballroom also most of those hotels had a ballroom is that correct
0: or does it have a ballroom it
2: doesn't have it a, ballroom, doesn't, really. a ballroom Okay, it might have one when we're done with it <laughs>
0: okay. but uh we'll have a couple actually junior ballrooms okay. probably um, we're done there's
2: it. a there's a low roof section in the back so it's built It was originally built as one leg and then another. So it looks kind of like an L, Mm -hmm. maybe like a backwards L, actually. And then in the center of that L is a low section. It's only one story tall. Okay. So that was built, uh, you know, a long time ago, but it's it's basically not historically significant it's just one story there's
1: nothing
2: and it abuts the alley so yeah there's nothing glamorous about it so we feel like we can um, make that one story section a ballroom
1: that makes sense and the backs of those buildings were never really meant to be seen all the the emphasis was put up front or if it was on a corner on around the sides
0: strangely enough this building has a an exterior cast iron Staircase that goes all the way up the back of the building. And it's really cool. It's very really cool Beautiful, and it's it's almost
2: like a giant circular staircase that goes up the back of the building which the previous person who was Who bought this building was gonna just wall it off and? Kind of just make it go away because he didn't want to deal with it It's gonna require a lot of work, but um we feel like it's one of the most beautiful features of the hotel right so we're gonna fix it yeah so. we're
0: gonna we're gonna
1: restore it back to a yeah, cast iron out a hundred years old in the elements I'm <laughs> yeah. sure there's yeah. a lot of rusted now how many stories is the building 17, 17. so you'd be coming from what the 17th floor or the 16th floor down possibly down that circular <laughs> staircase on the <laughs> outside I've walked it oh my gosh that that give me the
0: creeps.
2: It's it's ben actually really in, it's cool, fine. but it's indoors. So oh, it is indoors. It's indoors. Actually, it's, oh, indoors. Yeah. it's not outdoors.
0: Oh, it, it, but it, and the windows originally, even though it's kind of circular, the windows were not circular. From what we can make out, oh. they were actually angled glass set within this. <laughs> okay. No, I thought it was so, outside. No, oh, inside. No, it no, sticks that's... out from the plane of the building, but it's a uh, gotcha. Uh, it's actually uh, uh, enclosed.
1: Okay. I'm looking at a picture here, folks. Oh, that's gorgeous. Oh, my gosh. You can't get that kind of metalwork anymore. No.
0: So you're right. Mostly the back of these buildings weren't meant to be seen, but obviously Henry Ives Cobb expected this one to be seen from the back.
1: So you're, you're looking at a restaurant. You're maybe looking at some shops downstairs on the on the ground floor. Yes. It'll and,
0: also be an extension of our, uh, an expansion of our spa. Okay. So we have a full day spa with... Um, uh, men's and women's locker rooms that open up into a, a p- small pool in a hot tub.
1: Okay, and you'll connect via like a sky bridge between the buildings or something like that or? No, just across the alley. Just right across we're the gonna,
0: alley? Uh, we're gonna ask the
2: city to close that section of the alley since now we own both Okay, and put a connector okay, in between
0: that makes the sense. two and you'll just be able to walk right through. Okay, so to- we're not closing the alley all the way, just enough to, to create Right, to connection. create that, yes. that little bridge okay. area.
1: Okay, and to the west of you is the old post office is that correct yes okay Mm -hmm. so just giving some people a reference point of where this is so you have the hotel st louis and then now the chemical building and then uh, the next is it the next block? Yes, is the entire okay. block. You yeah. have the entire block? Very yeah. cool, very yeah. cool.
2: Which is also yeah. cool because our windows will be able to look out over St. Louis because OPO is so low, right? It's only three stories. So, so if you're in our west, building, you can look out yeah. west. Ah. You can see really far. So that'll be really cool, too. So
1: you anticipate this being open uh, the fall or winter of 2020? That is correct. Okay. So as we kind of talked, it's already been gutted. Mm-hmm. So you have an architect kind of plan out. These are the kind of rooms we want. Do you kind of give them a little license? You obviously have no, trusted an architect, or you have designs for that. So
0: Nathan Zierer, who, who was the uh, our architect for Checkmate Design for uh, Hotel Saint Louis, mm-hmm. has been putting in the um, the rooms into the floor plan. Okay, and I think it's pretty close to Amy's approval at this stage. Okay, and then also the apartments. And then once we have it all kind of laid out and penciled in a mm-hmm. diagram. That's when we'll turn it over to an architect.
1: Okay. Wow. And you've got you've already worked with contractors and have great relationships with them, yep. so you're ready to roll on this thing. Yep.
0: BSI will be the contractor on this project.
1: Okay. I thought that was going to be a really fast timeline, but you, you know, you guys are a machine. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, we're really lucky because we, you know, we our staff has already, they know what we like, they know right. what we want. So it's easy to to look at it and say, oh, okay, that'll fly, that won't fly, right? So it's pretty easy for him to look through it and kind of, of course I say that he would not say it was easy, but, you know.
1: Right. Are you going to kind of keep some of the things from Hotel St. Louis and transfer them like some of the unique st louis things are you going to have the chemical building identify its own kind of
0: no it's going to be an extension of hotel st louis okay and the rooms are going to feel a lot like the rooms at hotel st louis okay but
2: for example in the hotel st louis we took pieces of the architecture photographs Mm -hmm. and we had wallpaper made out of them Mm -hmm. that are from the louis sullivan and on the chemical building we'll take pictures of pieces of the chemical building and have the wallpaper made out of that because it should be an homage also to the building. It should also reference the building, right? So some of of that room architecture will go into the new building, but it'll be based on the building architecture. Okay. Does that make sense?
1: Sure. Now, folks, if you have not been down to Hotel St. Louis or down to the restaurant down there, you walk into the lobby and you see this stained glass above. How's that coming? Is that... Oh,
2: it's, it's done. It's
1: done. Okay, it's so I, I haven't done. seen it since it's completed yet.
2: No, it's oh, completely yeah, it's done. done. Okay. And it is stunning. I mean, Adam did such a beautiful job on it. It's really stunning. And I can't say enough about Adam Johnson and the work he did there and how hard he worked until 3 o'clock in the morning because he's a carpenter. He had a regular job, came home, dealt with kids, and then stayed up late at night to you know create this amazing stained glass window so
1: these are labors of love you know i've i appreciate contractors it's it's an art form what they do we think okay how what can it be to you know nail two different two by fours together but people who know how to do it it, it's a it's just not a skill it's an art and we we many times don't think about it that way or, or plumbers or electricians but they know what to do or hvac people they've got it all figured out and Uh, yeah, I can do that. And it goes like this and goes like this. And you're like, okay, you know, I don't understand it. But as long as you do and it meets code, that's great.
2: (laughs) It's funny, though, they'll call you. And uh, I just got a call. We're doing a project up in Sioux City, Iowa. Um, And the contractor just called me and he said, well, you don't really care if you have a five-foot vanity versus a four-foot vanity because we're a little tight on some of these places. And I was like, yes, I do care. Right, it matters. No, I want a five foot vanity, and he's like, "Well," and I said, "No, no, 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 no!" Right? right? I want to, and he goes, "All right, I'll have to send you some drawings." I'm like, "Okay," but you know what I want, so you've got to do it this way because, right. you know, sometimes the contractors will say the easy way is the way, but it's not always. And the BSI easy
0: way. knows that, and BSI's right. up in Sioux City with us, so. right? So. Yeah, they're a yeah. very, very big, reputable company.
1: Yes, they are. Oh, yeah. And you ta- speaking of Iowa, you, you have some situations going on up there because of the floodwaters. You know, we're getting this monsoon season here, and, 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 and I'm not complaining because last year we didn't get spring. Right. We went right from winter to mm-hmm. summer, so we are actually getting spring, although it's creating some issues and has created some issues for you up in Iowa. Describe some of those things.
2: Well, we, uh, we are currently above flood stage in Davenport, which is the place that we're most worried about right now. Um, and it's been on the national news, but the water is about... 25 feet from the door of one of our hotels, which is on Third Street. So if you can imagine, there's the river, and then there's a park, and then there's River Drive, and then Second first, Street, then Second, Second Street, and then Third Street. So you can imagine how many people are
0: flooded out wow. right now. Well, we we had a Hesco barrier actually fail on Tuesday, mm. and um, there's cars underwater, there's apartments that have been flooded mm. um, because they didn't have time to get out. This is a building. You've renovated already. No, not all our buildings are safe. The okay. only thing that it's, we it's community we own works. part oh, okay. of a brewery gotcha. up
2: there that's completely underwater right now, but oh, um, yeah. and I feel so sorry for them. But they said you know they were standing in the door of the brewery watching one of the city worker guys putting sandbags behind the barrier just to Oof, reinforce it, up. and the barrier broke. It's a levee right it's a man-made levy and it broke and the guy jumped out of his um bulldozer and ran up the street and they said oh you know that's kind of a comedy thing you know look at this guy running up the street and then they saw the water coming behind him and they all ran but our friend who runs the figgy art museum so if you can imagine the figgy is a david chipperfield art museum designed by the same guy who designed the addition to the current art museum in st louis he had to be rescued by boat out of his apartment. Oh, my. Because the levy broke, and they couldn't get people out quickly enough. People were coming up the stairs trying to get away from the water. It, it's really, and it's so hard on, it's a small community. Mm-hmm. But, but I mean, the good news is people are really banding together. You know, all of us who are down there are doing you know happy hours and fundraisers and you know having you know concerts everything to try to help these small businesses because it's just it's your neighbors these are you know your really close friends and your neighbors and everybody's trying to help
0: everybody but and the fallout is going to continue for a long time. Absolutely. the flood zone maps are going to get re- redrawn. Mm-hmm. And when they get redrawn, uh, businesses that were not in the flood zone are now going to need flood insurance, mm-hmm. which is extremely expensive. Uh, the, the, the ramifications of this are going to carry on for a long time. So yeah, it's an interesting
1: uh, trying to put a show together to talk about uh, the building of levees, where individual municipalities or cities can do that apart from the Army Corps of Engineers to force water further downstream. And I was reading as recently as yesterday that St. Charles was wanting to do something with an island in the middle of the Missouri to, my words, revitalize that area and and build some commercial development there. It's like, what are you thinking? It's kind of like, I understand Chesterfield Valley and and all of that. lot of money coming out of there but that was an area that the Missouri could actually move itself out into and and absorb some water not into the ground but it's
0: just, just spread out and absorb. right, right. And, and these the rivers were never meant to be channeled the way they're Correct. being channeled Correct. and the way Davenport has done it is still the right decision even though I suspect that in the wake of this flood, there's going to be a lot of debate about whether they did the right thing 35 years ago or not, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which was to remove all those levees, really, mm-hmm. and only create temporary barriers to protect, you know, the eastern end of uh, downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, all the old buildings along uh, River Drive are all gone. They removed them. They built this beautiful park that allows the river to just kind of... right flood it and it's all stuff that you just hose down later it's 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 a wonderful model to to help communities that are further downstream um but i have i have a feeling that after this flood there's going to be some debate about whether they they should build a flood they
2: do what's called natural flood planning right so even their ballpark which is built in that park is built to flood it's it's really funny it's it's and it's actually so much more beautiful than here. We have all these huge flood walls. I mean, how many times do you get to see the Mississippi here? Like hardly ever. Not and unless when you, you go do down to the arch area. right? Whereas and and when Davenport, you do, it's channeled right really there. tightly. So. And it doesn't look very good because it's rushing by you. Versus up there, they swim in it, they boat it's in it, beautiful. they jet wow, ski in it. Beautiful. Because it's allowed to spread out and go slowly and be beautiful. And so, it's actually better planning than here, and it's, you know, but... The but then at
1: times like this. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, I have, I have like one last question, and it relates to what I talked about at the front end of our interview was, you have this passion to really see buildings renovated, to see historic structure, structures stay. Where did that come from?
0: So, uh, our passion is more about neighborhoods Mm -hmm. than individual buildings. So, I have to tell you, working on a Daniel Burnham, a Henry Ives Cobb, a Louis Sullivan, Preston Bradshaw, that's all been extremely gratifying. Mm -hmm. And we love all those architects, and it's been wonderful to get into their head and think about how they designed these buildings Mm -hmm. originally. But our passion is really more about neighborhoods, Mm -hmm. about bringing neglected neighborhoods back from the brink and having him full of people and commercial activity again. That's really where our passion lies. I mean, you want want to talk about that?
2: Well, it's funny because he got a call last week. He was laughing. I I don't know if I'm talking out of school here, but he got a call last week from a guy who said, hey, you know, we're out here in O'Fallon, and we really want you to come out here and build and, you know, do all this stuff, and, you know, we really want you to come. And, And he said, well, that's not really what we do, right. right? And the guy said, well, but you can make all this money in O'Fallon. You can make, you know, there's so much money out here. It's the it's land of milk, of milk and, and honey, honey right? <laughs>
0: and he said, but but that's not what we do, right? Uh, our mission is to strengthen and enhance the communities we operate in. And like, yeah, but you'll make a lot of money. He did not hear one word I have to say, I think. Well,
1: and, and so the listeners understand, the example that they're talking about that I'm going to refer to is the growth. I remember... I. Born and raised here in St. Louis, you would drive down Manchester. That was really dumpy back in only well, the seventies and eighties, and that I never came back right to the dangerous city. Dangerous in the night very, 2000s. very dangerous. Yes, <laughs> and now it's a hubbub of, of restaurants and bars and a lot of commercial development. You know, some uh, very interesting businesses down there. So, it's a great place to go. You guys are really the the movers and shakers behind that.
2: And it, and it was, it's fun. I mean, you know, it, it's it's hard work and I, people always, you know, you can look at like the giant buildings downtown and think, oh, you know, that's, that's some, a mission. But the real mission it was in the Grove where 90% of the buildings we did, the roofs were in the basement, right? right? Mm-hmm. There was so many buildings still currently that we're working on where they had been abandoned for 20 years, right? Right. And... That for us has been such a fun life project, gratifying, right? right?
0: right. In so many ways. And, and, and what kind of response
1: have you gotten from the community, the neighbors?
2: You know, I think they're really happy. We have a rule that we never buy occupied buildings. We only have a few exceptions to that rule: drug houses, mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. like that. Right, right. But um, we don't buy occupied buildings. So our our goal has never been to gentrify a neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Our goal has always been to enhance the neighborhood and and to give the people who currently live there, who currently invest there, um, even more capital, right? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. if you lived there before we started, your average home mm-hmm. price was 30,000. If you live there now, your home price is somewhere between 250 and 400, right. right? So that's a lot of money that you've been able to bank because of our work. Yeah.
0: That's and actually, so, of course, you might ask, why why are we downtown, developing these big buildings downtown? Because downtown needs to be the thriving, beating heart for the entire region. Correct. And after spending 30 years trying to bring people to the city of St. Louis, to live in the city of St. Louis, we both realized that we were going to have to tackle the downtown problem as well and be a part of the solution there.
1: That's right. You've done work in so, the gate community. You've done work... Uh, all done a little work in
2: Soulard and, of course, Skinkerd Oliver, where we live. We've done like 100 loop. buildings over there in right. the loop. And so we've, we, you know.
0: We've learned from all those, uh, oh, all absolutely.
1: those neighborhoods. absolutely. We've learned what works, what doesn't. Right. And and communities and neighborhoods are better for it. Uh, again, appreciative. We've been uh, talking to Amy and Amart Gill from Restoration St. Louis. They've recently purchased the chemical building, which is right next door to their current Hotel St. Louis building. And it's going to become a part of the Hotel St. Louis that will open in uh, the winter of 2020. And you guys are, uh, I admire you for what you're doing. And I think it's been a great benefit to St. Louis and the neighbors and the neighborhoods to keep communities sound and keep them whole and balanced. And uh, I really appreciate you're not trying to, yeah, we're not going to gentrify here. It is what it is. The neighborhood is what it is. And you're just trying to make it beneficial for everybody involved. So thank you very, very much.
0: Thank you. Thank you.
1: This is Arnold Stricker with Ellie Wharton. You're listening to KWRHLP 92.9 FM, your community radio station in Webster Groves, Missouri.